ladies and gentlemen, Democrats, conforming to the genetic code that they must always push too far, have reduced appalling extremes. Everyone is in danger, including themselves, but there is a cheerful way of looking at all this craziness. Namely, the public will be frightened back to common sense. Reasons to be cheerful. One, Biden seems to be the most corrupt president in the history of America. Even Democrats must know this is true. It's the extremity of his actions and decisions that will ultimately make him unmentionable wherever people gather. His corruption is beyond Boss Tweed. That old-time villain just wanted all the money he could get. Biden wants to control and corrupt the whole society. He has apparently taken millions of dollars from foreign governments so people might talk to him on the phone. Perhaps it's not so surprising that we see the biggest ever Ponzi scheme, the one engineered by Sam Bankman-Fried. We also see a wide open border that tramples on the rights of citizens and on the rights of immigrants and children, many of whom will be end up abused or murdered. Two, Biden crime syndicate, as it can well be called, has tried to extinguish any distinction between truth and lie. Everything these banditos want to discredit is labeled misinformation and disinformation. 25 centuries of progress from darkness to truth are cast aside so Biden can decide what is, what is true or not. This is probably the most creative act of the Bidens, and it was a perfect match with the Fauci fraud, as I think history will call it. People wanted to question Fauci's dubious recommendations? No, that's disinformation. In 2023, we might learn what was actually happening. Fauci and his people are hopelessly clumsy, or they were engaged in a plot to weaken the country, alter an election, thin the population, or all of the above. Many experts said that no one needed to die. In any case, it was just another autumn flu. But look what Fauci did with it. You see, that's the central point here. Everything that happened in the Biden years was oversized, grotesque, preposterous, like a 300-pound tumor. A woman in Florida had one of those. Democrats seemed to be increasingly de desperate and ready to roll the dice at more dangerous levels. 3. Everyone is in on the joke now. The Democrats tried Russian collusion for years and years, and finally it was nothing. Then they actually decided to stage a Trump insurrection, not stage it exactly, but tell the world that what they saw happening on television when guards moved barriers out of the way was an insurrection. So thoughtful. To make the trick possible, Pelosi had to tell the National Guard to stay away. You're not needed. We'll hold months of hearings until the country became finally convinced that Trump is the great puppeteer. But most people know that a genuine insurrection usually involves lots of people carrying lots of guns. Instead, we saw grandmothers taking selfies. Point is, across the board, everything Biden touched was more vast, sinister, toxic, and stupid than anything we had seen before. I mean, isn't that just typical of everything Biden did? His own son had a laptop which proves most assertions made here. Everyone in government knew this. 
all the prestige media, as they are jokingly called, knew that Biden was the felony king of American history. For me, the bigger story is the dumbing down of American civilization, which has been mainly accomplished by the corruption of the schools. That's what I normally write about. I urge everyone, stop participating in this corruption. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four. The big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of subeducated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S., my book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.